Welcome to In The Frame. During your visit you may be met with explicit language and references, and spoilers throughout. You have been warned. Hi and welcome to In The Frame. We are the opinion that nobody asked for. I'm Rodeo, I'm going to be your host for this evening, and as always I'm joined by Dan, Sam and Will. Uh, this week we're going to be reviewing Incredibles 2, which we just saw in the cinema. I'm super excited by it. I had a great time. Super excited. Ah, amazing. <laughs> Sam, would you like to give us a quick synopsis? So, same premise as the first movie, different villain. I'm going to call bullshit on that. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a completely like, different premise. It, it starts straight after the first movie. So it takes place straight after the first movie. Uh, supers are still legal, and a company approaches Elastigirl and Mr. Incredible and Frozone to sort of help them reintroduce themselves into society after they keep being branded by the government as just destructive. And that's basically where we sort of start off. Mole Man broke the city. Mole Man broke the city. Incredibles tried to fix, fix it, it and broke it more. And then they had to steer a boat. First impressions. So what was everyone's first impressions? Dan, do you want to go first? Loved it. Every character was really cool in it. The humour was bang on. It was just like the original. You had even more really cool superheroes. Loved Void. Yeah, Void was, was really cool. cool. She was so badass. Cool. That was awesome. Uh, Jack-Jack, though. He was so funny. Yeah. I really liked it. I just, I just love that soundtrack. It's mainly what I came back for. Burner, burner, burner. <laughs> That's so Bond, out of context. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just really, it's just, it flowed really well. It's really slick. I just love all the Art Deco and all the, the retro yeah. stuff throughout. Yeah. It's just so cool. So yeah, no, fifties, isn't it? It was so. exactly what I wanted. I was a bit nervous that they were either gonna balls up the story, so then you got like a really weak sequel and it's just a bit crap, or they were going to try and cash in on the first one's success and basically just like bring back that villain and it's just the same old thing again. Yeah. But they did do Make a different similar. film. Yeah. What was your first impression, Will? I thought it was great. I loved it. Like animation was excellent. It looked great. The lighting it was amazing. There was loads of nice, natural, funny parts. The story but- was original enough. I'm, I'm really glad that you liked the lighting in this animation. So good. <laughs> yeah. so good. No, you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's just funny the way you said it. I could have done with some more waterfalls, though. There was loads of waterfalls in the first film. They looked great. There was loads in this one. There, there was literally two waterfalls. waterfalls. The house was made of... It wasn't made of them, but... but it had had. Them. There was all the waterfalls in the house and in the There's garage. The whole fucking ocean. That was it. There's an ocean, but it's not falling water, is it? You know, when you save the boat at the end. You saved the boat. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> The city didn't matter, but the boat, that was the important yeah, thing. I wanted to ask what everybody thought of the opening sequence. Because in my opinion, I thought it was the weakest part of the whole movie, the you underminer mean, sequence. Why did you think it was weak? I thought that was a really good intro to the film and how the film's going to pan out and the general sort of tone of it. it. It felt too similar to the first movie and it also relied a lot more on visual humour. I didn't like that. I didn't like the Mr. Incredible humour. I thought it was just a bit... It's just a bit too much. To I be didn't, fair, I thought um, it was just a nice way to ease into the film because you kind of, you see that intro yeah. sequence, you think, cool, the Incredibles are back. It kind of feels like the last one, it's only like three to five minutes of the film. Yeah. So it's kind of, 
it's it's just giving you a little bit of something to warm you up for the rest of it. So I didn't have a problem with it. I thought it was fun. It's a good setup. I totally agree. It's a good setup. It's just when it was going on, I was a little bit like, mm, hope the rest of the movie isn't like this. I can't wait. And the Underminer was mentioned in the last one, but he wasn't in it. He was in it. He's in the very end of the movie. The whole bit at the beginning where he goes, I am the Underminer yeah. or something like that. That whole bit's in the end of the first movie. Oh, uh, yeah, I remember. Yeah. And then uh, he still isn't caught by the end of this film. So uh, Incredibles 3? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was... I wonder if they'll that's... ever catch the Underminer. So what about the Mr. Incredible storyline? As in him being a dad? Yeah. I really enjoyed that. I thought it was really fun. So did I. I loved that one. Um, to be honest, I wasn't so bothered about Elastigirl. What, in this one? Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Her storyline was pretty cool, but his was funny. As the, When the films were still starting to, starting to get going, because I thought it got so much better as it went on, it did definitely share some of his frustration that it was a lot of build-up to them not just being superheroes again. Because in the first one, the whole sending to the island, stuff like that, there's so much mystery around that. Whereas you kind of have an idea of what's going to go on in this one. And when he's just at home and the funny stuff hasn't started yet, it was definitely on his side with the frustration. I was like, yeah. is this going to go anywhere? Is, are they just going to try and force laughs out of him being at home? But it actually just flowed really well. I was really surprised in a great way. And I was <laughs> I was so happy that they, they managed to weave the Edna Mode storyline yeah, and not make it not make it feel forced or directly reference yeah. the first movie or cheese yeah. in any way. Like it was it was just a joy. I loved how pissed off she got that they got someone else to design Elastic Girl suit. Yeah. That was great. She's so creepy. I think she's great. I love her. What I've always really liked about the Incredibles, not only the second one, but the first one as well, is that you get a lot of other superhero films that they kind of just focus on them as a hero. You don't really know much about their personal lives. And if you do, they're not normal people. Whereas in The Incredibles, they're actually just a really normal family with normal family problems. And mm. that's just kind of really nice to see it. It just lends a really nice dynamic. I've definitely had the argument with my dad about the mass problem where he's just like, this is how we did it in my day. I was like, well, this is not the way you do it now. Yeah. And he'll be like, well, you can do it this way. And I'm like, if I turn up and do that in an exam, I'm going to fail. <laughs> you need to learn the new way with me or just not bother. <laughs> I've had that exact problem yeah. as well. And I'm on the side of Mr. Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I do wish there was more of Dash in this movie. They focus quite heavily on Violet. Mm. I feel like there wasn't yeah. enough Dash. Could have done with some more. Wasn't a, it's not a bad point. Just well, I think they, they had quite, a couple of extra minutes. I think oh. it was quite the other way around in the first one, because which I did realize halfway through the film. Yeah, I thought I thought the amount on Dash was about right. To be honest, um, I think a little bit less on Violet because I, I felt like she slowed the story down a little bit with her teenager problems. Yeah, I thought some of they were some of the biggest laughs though. Mm. I genuinely oh. thought, like, the bit with the water is amazing. The bit I mean is when she snorts the water out of her nose. Oh, that bit was so funny. That's what I mean. I thought some of her, she had some of the best <laughs> jokes in the movie, I thought. I felt, I felt like a couple of her bits just sort of slowed it down. It was like, you know. I do like how they um, show the side of him with, because obviously his whole career has been him being Mr. Incredible and him being, like, the front of all the superheroes and being, like, the best one. And now he's sort of being shunned aside. They show it a lot better in this one, I think, because he's like, yeah, they, I'm not Mr. half ass, I'm Mr. Incredible. They totally don't have a stable marriage. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> see, that, you know what I mean? that's what I wanted to see more of, is yeah. Mr. Incredible saying, no, I'm the one. I'm the one everyone should be looking at. I uh, he, no, don't look over there. Yeah. Not, not, Which makes sense, yeah. really. And, it, and it, I thought he, sometimes he was a little bit of a dick, mm. especially to um, Elastigirl. 
That's you know, so when they were in the motel and yeah. you know, after they've been given the job. I feel like it would have been kind of fun to see more of that, but at the same time, their marriage wouldn't have lasted if there was more of that. And that would be a very different film. The Divorce sequel. Incredibles 3. <laughs> the Divorce. Super Divorce. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, he's a pretty good husband, really, by the end. A pretty good dad. He's he's pretty sorted. He gets his math. I mean, he, he fixes everything because he can't sleep in one night, which is damn impressive. Yeah, it is. I love that. And he but, actually like swallows his pride and for the good of superheroes and the good of his wife. I want to see more of Mr. Incredible. Dash was about right. Violet, a little bit less of. I know what her problems are. I've listened to Avril Lavigne. Oh, you fucking are Avril Lavigne. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. I'd like to draw attention to the line in her song, Girlfriend. Hell yeah, I'm the motherfucking princess. That is you, that's, Dan. That's you. Would 3D have made a difference in this film? No. I never think it makes a difference. I'm just not a I fan, think to be honest. I, I have to wear glasses anyway. The same here. 3D, you have another pair of glasses yeah. on top. You don't have glasses on your fucking glasses. After 20 minutes, it gets uncomfy and you just, yeah, you're just sick of it. Too no, no, you can't not wear your glasses and wear the 3D glasses. You can't wear the glasses on top of your glasses because then you can't, you know, there's just big old borders around your borders. <laughs> Literally four eyes. Exactly. <laughs> six eyes. Six eyes, yeah. Dan, what did you think of the twist? With the twist, I didn't find it too predictable because I knew the bad guy was going to be... A bad girl. No. <laughs> I thought I thought the bad guy was going to be uh, the one voiced by Saul. Saul Goodman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah that's a fair point, Winston. yeah. That's, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I, it was predictable. But then when they revealed it, like, I thought it was at least going to be both of them. That yeah. was like a team up, like, oh, yeah. we're both the bad people. The, the way she moseyed up to her, though, someone was not right about that from the start. <laughs> mm. <laughs> See, I, I, I actually thought it was going to be the Winston guy, like the businessy guy. I thought they'd be in it together, but I yeah. thought he'd kind of be in charge of it simply yeah. because he's like a, a slimy salesman kind of type. <laughs> I, thought, I thought because they chose Elastigirl, <laughs> I thought it was going to be her idea and I thought there was going to be a whole, like... Um, male supremacy like underlining plot you know like feminism thing because she would be like trying to get one up on him that's why they chose Elastigirl and it's like you know I thought that was where it was going to go didn't go that way I think Glad. This, I think this was a film <laughs> that had women doing shit but didn't make a stupidly big point of it because they don't need to I think each character they just put in a new but really good and suiting situation Mr Incredible wasn't fighting crime anymore um, he was at home Elastigirl was out fighting crime and Mr. Incredible wasn't getting in the way and she didn't have to look after the kids, so she was doing her own thing. New situation for her and it, it just worked really well. I, I don't think they played up to the whole feminist thing at all. I think they just sort of... They no, just no, no, happened they... to have female characters that were yeah. I thought out. they were going to go down that direction, but they didn't at all. Mm. I'm really glad they didn't. Yeah, no, I'm The way, the way they explain why they picked Elastigirl was good. Yeah, it, it made sense. sense. Yeah. Mm. It was hilarious. Yeah, I think you really don't need to go down a stupidly obvious route to make a film that's equal on both genders. Like, it's not even a thing. Just calm down with it. It is funny that in the first movie, the bad guy was a guy. The main hero was a man. In the second movie, the main hero is a girl. The bad guy was a girl. Yeah, yeah. see? Equal. Does that mean the next film is going to be all about Violet? Which is going around family. Oh. I think it'd be cool. Incredibles oh. 5 would be Jack-Jack. Oh, I look forward to that. No, I was going to say. I don't I, want to wait that long. I hope that they make Jack Jack a bit older in the next one. 
I really hope they don't. I'm just, I get so much entertainment value out of that. The raccoon scene was just giving me Ice Age vibes. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> that was good. What's your favourite of Jack Jack's 17 powers? I just like the way he just, when he sneezes and just disappears into the wall. It goes through the wall. His sneezes are dimension. epic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the different dimensions are yeah. pretty funny. Because mm. it's the way that we're introduced to it. After this has clearly happened a lot, Mr. Credible is just so chill about it now at this point. He's just, oh, I should get the cookie jar out. He's gone again. <laughs> <laughs> should we um, talk about the action in the film? Yeah. There's a lot more in this one, I think, than the last one. I love the creative action sequences in Pixar films. Yeah. I just, you just can't, you can't, have no idea what's going to happen. I love it. I found Elastigirl's bike really cool, but I wasn't quite sure what the benefit of it splitting in half was. It was, I mean, she kind of elastic banded herself across buildings, but... The bit in the tunnel. That was amazing. Oh, yeah, that's cool. That was, really cool. That. Yeah. That that was, was so tense. Even you, even Will turned to me with this and went, that is sick. <laughs> <laughs> Does it live up to the original? Does it justify itself as a sequel? I thought it was better. So. so did I. It was better. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as it ended, I turned to Dan and I said, I prefer that to the original one. Yeah. I do. Sam looks terrified. Would you like no. to expand? Like the original is one of my favorite Pixar films of all time. I absolutely adore it. Everything about that movie is just like flawless. Like I probably give the first film a ten. Love it. It's it's definitely one of my favorites as well. But I I thought the second one was better. Same here. I think before watching the second one, if you'd asked me, could The Incredibles get better? I probably would have said probably not. I just think it's really good. Okay, that's really interesting. But watching the second one, I I preferred it. I thought the action sequences were way cooler. I thought the plot line was kind of more, not necessarily more in depth or anything. It just kind of felt more modern, I suppose. It was, it was a more mature yeah. film, yeah. certainly, than the first one. Um, I just really liked the dynamics. I liked that they kind of went more into the kind of family thing. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. I thought it was funnier. Yeah. I'd, I'd say there was more humor in this one. But the bit in the first film that I always remember... I remember watching it for the first time is when he finds the room where he finds all the, all the other supers have been deleted essentially. Oh yeah, that's when the, fucked up. When the robot is like getting bigger at that scene and the music and the, and the way that that unfolds is just amazing. That whole mm-hmm. sequence and the whole plot line behind the robot getting bigger is so clever. And that that is just so cool. And that kind of element, there was nothing to that extent that wowed me in the sequel. So that's why the original is still better for me because of that sort of that whole backstory because it was just so cool and you really did not know where the movie was going to go mm. and the, the the Incredibles movie the first one in itself kind of feels like a sequel to a story that's already been told that we don't know about because of the way it takes place after the glory days and mm. I thought that was so cool as well I'm yeah. glad that we don't know about the glory days and I like the mystery sort of yeah. the glory yeah. days are essentially every super film yeah. ever Yes. Really. Yeah. So it's nice that we're actually seeing a film that takes place after all that kind of stuff. Mm. Yeah. It's just yeah. a very grounded, down to earth <laughs> kind of version of the superhero kind of genre. I think they're on par with each other. I wouldn't say either one's better. And I like that Frozone's in it more. He's yeah. Great. He's badass. Yeah, he's Frozone's cool. As soon as he came in at the beginning, I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did you guys think about the animation, like compared to the first one? I haven't watched right. first in a long time, but it, it didn't feel all that different. It didn't feel like they, they did a lot extra. I felt like they put more visual cues in, so they sort of they got to use it more. Um, but other than that, it, it, it's, just, it's just 
it's just quality. It was quality in the first one. It's quality in the second one. I so think naturally like, it's gonna be. It's gonna look better because it's mm-hmm. you know, fourteen years difference. Is the gonna first one be... has aged so well, though. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, most sort of Disney Pixar films out. I mean, if you look at um, say Toy Story was the first Pixar film. Mm. If you look at that, and then you look at the latest one, say Incredibles two, you can see there's a difference in animation yeah. because obviously software has progressed. But that first one, the animation in that still stands up to today's standards. There's a stylistic change as well with the Incredibles, with the facial features and you know the sharp edges and stuff like that. Yeah, I noticed that too. Yeah, like a bit more, you know, like when uh, Mr. Incredible has his like breakdown, and he's he's way more elderly. Five o'clock shadow they start putting on. Him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it just gets worse. The bags under his eyes, and so. In Pixar films, the animators tend to focus on one thing in particular. So Finding Nemo, they tried to get it as realistic as possible. Finding Nemo was water. Monsters, Inc. was Sully's fur. Ratatouille Mm. was metal. They tried to get as real as possible. I don't know what it is in this. What do we think it was? Fire. Yeah, I was going to say fire, quite possibly. Mm. I don't know. I thought the ice was pretty good. The lava that guy can't remember his name. Oh, reflux. The re- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. That was that was grim. Cool. Whole new level of grim. Oh, it was. And the owl guy, what was that about? <laughs> oh yeah. I don't remember what his power was. To be an owl. An owl. <laughs> yeah. It's, could... it's the slow head turn round. I was like, this is a exorcist stuff yeah. going on here. Like, I was like, is his power to have a twisty head? Mm. Or yeah, he could like turn his head. A double jointed <laughs> neck. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so because there's not really a fear factor or a thrill factor or anything like this this week, instead I'm going to ask you all, what would be your superpower? Superpowers. No, I'd like to have Dash's powers because then you can run on water. That'd be so cool. And you can always dry off quickly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that's the number one reason for that power. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a big Saves plus. time in the morning. Actually, one of the reasons I was thinking of was you could get to America by running on water and you'd save so much money on flights. That's true. It's just, it's more fun teleportation, isn't it? And it's eco-friendly, so well done you. Oh. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> That's your real superpower. I'd like to have super speed Eco so I can man. be eco-friendly. I love, I love Doctor Who, so it'd probably be time travel. Love to time travel. Be great. Yeah. What yeah. you do in a time warp? What if, like... Wait, it's just, what, is, what, if, what if he gets stuck? Like... <laughs> If he gets stuck running and he can't just stop, <laughs> or he runs so fast he just runs into something and dies. <laughs> like there's dangers shoes. with every superpower. <laughs> get stuck in a time loop. <laughs> <laughs> no news, how you're fucking up. <laughs> oh God, then what's your power? What what I would like to have? Yeah, superpower. Not what you have now. I mean, if you have one now, you can <laughs> tell us. But Shit. Uh, probably to be able to to fly. I think that'd be pretty fun. Oh, yeah, cool. I should have gone with flying. I could make loads of money and be like, Jesus. <laughs> That's what Jesus did. Yeah. I love how the Jesus joke came out when he was talking about making money as opposed to walking on water. <laughs> yeah, I think if I was going to have a superpower, it would probably be controlling the elements. Oh, Not yeah. only because it would be really badass and powerful, but also because my picnics would never get rained on. Uh, okay, so what was everyone's overall ratings then? Overall rating. I would give it a 8.5 out of 10. I thought the storyline was different, flowed really well. 
animation was amazing, action sequences were really entertaining, and overall just had a great time. I thought it was really fun. Yeah, it's an eight. It's an eight for me. It's a solid eight. Good movie. Great time at cinema. I think it would be a ten for me. Ooh, first ten on the channel. Yeah, because even though even though I said that about Violet, every point that they did have on her, it still added to the story. So I wouldn't take anything out. I wouldn't put any extra in. So I think it's a 10. I actually completely agree for the exact same reasons. As soon as the film finished in the cinema, I turned to you and I was just, I just said, that was so fun. And I was kind of just happy all the way home. I just really enjoyed it. I turned to you and went, (laughs) it was just a super fun experience. There's not actually anything that I would take in or put out. So to me, that's the definition of a pretty much perfect film. Awesome. Woo! So that's, that's what as a nine, basically. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. Nine. It was overall solid nine. Which is good. Cool. So before we go, we just have to do a uh, Dan shit impressions. Yeah. So my shit impression this time, I'm passing on to Rodeo. Edna Mod. Why do you have to stare at me when you do that? <laughs> Cool. So thanks everyone for listening. We really hope you've enjoyed this week's In The Frame. Uh, Remember to subscribe if you've enjoyed it because we make new videos every single Friday on a different film. Some of them are ones that we've got off the shelf. So ones that have been out for a while. Others we've actually gone to the cinema to see them. So they're new releases. Uh, Make sure you give us a like. Feel free to (laughs) drop us a comment if there's a film you'd like us to review. And if we feel like it, we will. Can't promise anything because, you know, you might suggest something bollocks. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) love it um, yeah yeah that's all from us have a good week bye bye